This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. Listen, we could just start and I could tell you whether or not it was comforted right fucking now. So, <laughs> Oh, well, we've we, we started. We started. Oh, we started. Oh, Partner. okay. All right, then. Hey, good listeners. Welcome back to the Vertical Watering Hole here with me, Sarah, and him, Tori. Uh, we're watching, I think you know, we're watching Stargate <laughs> SG-1. It's uh, This is meant to be a comfort podcast because it's about a comfort watch with two comforting friends. That's right. We're, we're the two friends. We're the two comforting friends for mm-hmm. each other and you, good good listeners. Uh, and I'm Tori, and we've got a hell of a show today. We're in season four. We started in the pandemic, and we're, we're going, baby. We're all endemic and shit now. I still haven't had COVID. Sarah's part of a rare group at the party. Right. It is. It is March 14th, 2023. And I have not had COVID. And yes, yes, knock I on. have lately left my house. Knock on some wood. Knocking on I don't some know. wood. All right, I'll knock on some wood. I'm going to get it or I'm not going to get it. I don't know. All right. Well, uh, we should get into this episode. We uh, should Sarah, get into this episode. I don't even know what it's called. Uh, I got I'm it. I'm being got, honest. I got the note. Uh, this is called season four, episode 15, Chain Reaction. I think. Well, you know, that's a disappointingly pretty okay name uh, for this episode. I want, you... a di- I want a different one. Like what? Uh, well, you know, uh, episode 15, Daddy's Had Enough. <laughs> that's good. Uh, oh, okay. I, got, I got one. I got episode 15, Sad Daddy. Oh, it's all, <laughs> it's all about the daddy who's barely actually in the episode. Uh, <laughs> or episode 15, what is Tilk still doing here? Right. I've got episode 15 snakehead up your ass. What? <laughs> now I mashed up some dialogue. That's McNeil, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he's saying it to I think he's saying it to stepdaddy. Yeah. Uh I don't yeah, no, that's pretty good. Episode 15 cloak and stripes. Cloak and stripes, cloak and stripes. How about quid pro quo jack? Ooh. Yeah. Uh, maybe episode 15, all the baddies make way too much sense. How about episode 15, Tropical Mayborn Barbie? <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, I should just call the episode 15 Steel Drum finale. Oh, oh yeah. Damn. I like it. Yeah. Although, although a better one is episode 15, Hacking the Back Door. Yeah, I don't have any more. <laughs> that one's the best one. So, oh shoot. Okay. All right. Well, I got one more. I got one okay. more. Uh, episode fifteen. Doctor Frage. We need some preparation H on the iris. <laughs> Stat. <laughs> That's a long fucking title. Okay, I did have a couple that I thought were just. Okay, I'm gonna say better. Although I didn't know what the title was, but I thought ambushed felt like a good reaction. Mm. A reaction. That's funny. A good title. And Procedure could have been a good title. And Hail and Farewell could have been a good title, but not funny ones. 
well, this episode aired January 5th, 2001. And so it was a little bit of a break from the last one where the, uh, we, the audience left um, and they had to wait uh, right after Jacob Carter was a depressing poo-poo face <laughs> at the end of the last episode. Yeah. Last episode was exciting, though. Oh, it was. Uh, and all, and as well as the last episode, this one was directed by Martin Wood, mm-hmm. written right. by Even Joseph too. Melozzi. So there all we right. go. Did it create a consultant at all? Oh, I didn't see it. You know, I, I should pay more attention to the credits. Me too. I, I mean, you pay some and I pay zero. Because they so. always say. Yeah. Uh, we'll just assume. Well, let's assume, assume Deloise uh, was there. Assume he didn't. Let's just assume Oh. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, we should really get started on this. Uh, ooh. Uh-oh. Ooh. Yeah. You know what that sound means. Means we're fucked because it's my turn this week. You're, you're going to be forced into retirement <laughs> if you do not summarize this episode in 24 seconds. Sarah, are you ready? Okay. Doesn't matter. Go. All right. So daddy goes out for a pack of cigarettes and fucks off and never comes back. But then stepdaddy comes in and he's a fucking prick. He's like moves everyone's bedtimes around and he grounds everybody and doesn't care if people die and shit. He's just like a real dickhead, but actually says sorry in the end, unlike most stepdaddies. And uh, Mayborn gets out. All right, I'll give that one to you. Good job. Congratulations. Thank you. You can come back if you want. You know, Oof. I guess you don't have. Can you come out of retirement four times? Uh, in, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. On TV, you can do anything. Nice. Right. Um, all right. Well, yeah, let's really get into this all chain. Right, let's react. talk about let's start how... at the beginning of the chain. Let's with glasses. Yeah, glasses is right there. away. Yeah. And oh, my God, it seems urgent. SG1, they're under fire. They're pinned down. Mm-hmm. Open the iris just in case. Then evacuate the gate room. You don't want to <laughs> evacuate the gate room and then open the iris. That would be fucking stupid. Then nobody would get shot at with with laser guns. And then there's, there's firing into the gate room and then the SG one comes through the gate, but they s- casually saunter through the gate, standing fully upright. Nobody's tucking and rolling. Nobody's ducking. They just, they literally just turn around and stand in front of the gate that yeah. laser shots have been firing through and watch it close. They're still coming. through. They're still, they're still I, there. They're, they're, yeah. they're, yeah, they're under heavy, heavy fire. It's hot in there. I mean, maybe if anybody needs to take a little break and walk away, it's literally all of SG1. Because <laughs> how burnt out do you have to be to just be like, I guess I'll stand here and if you shoot me, anymore. you shoot me. I don't fucking care. I'm, like, I'm listen, retired. I'm quiet quitting. I'm not ducking. <laughs> I'm standing. Ducking's extra. You guys don't pay me to duck. Oh, man. Well, uh, well, yeah, no, they're safe now. The iris is closed. So at the debrief, uh, daddy, you know, uh, he's quiet quitting. He's like, he's pissed. He's like, mm-hmm. they, he's fucked loud up the, quitting. they fucked up the siding on this house. And uh, yeah, I mean, he just looks tired. He's had enough. And he's daddy's so sad about his little babies almost dying. Oh. He's sad enough to quit. He's sad enough to quit. He's sad enough to just run away. No, daddy. No. Go, go. Was it me? My <laughs> it, fault. it was. Sad faces all around. Well, then we cut to credits and then come yeah. back. And, oh, it's so sad. He's taking down his shit. Man, were you impressed by the picture hangers and these cement walls? 
Ooh, I'm surprised I he even was allowed to. I'm surprised he was even allowed to hang anything in there. <laughs> anyway, well, it was his. It was his assistant that was that That's did true. all that stuff. Uh, she knew how to do all that. He got one of those special uh, drill bits. Um, how do you feel about being deprived of Daddy's goodbye speech? All we get is we get McNeil coming in saying, "Pretty good speech," and he's like, "I did you hear my speech?" He's like, "Yeah, it was fine." And I'm like, "How was it?" <laughs> <laughs> must have been subpar if you didn't show it to us but the I mean, bottom line is go ahead well i thought that was his speech in the deep I know. It was like i'm leaving i don't think so i think he gave a, a speech speech to the whole mountain but mcneil doesn't believe daddy i know yeah he's talking him out of it you know it's like, like you're a good daddy you would never just leave you wouldn't leave us because the cigarette store was too far away well, and the thing is, is that, you know, uh, daddy, you know, it, it, his, re- his reasoning is just fine. It's just fine. He's stressed out. He wants to yeah. chill. He's, he's an older man. He's tired of sending people off to maybe die all the time. It sucks, which is weird though, because as SG one had pointed out in the previous scene, that's part of this job. Also part of military job. <laughs> and he's, he's big time, long time military. So, all right. I guess anyone can get tired. He does have, he, he does have an answer to that. Cause he was like, you know, this was supposed to be a quick and easy assignment. That gate has not opened in various many years. I thought I, I chose this to just hang out 28 floors beneath the surface of the earth and just relax. What does this tell you about the rest of daddy's career that as a general, they're like, Oh, let's assign him to the, not a real job job. Well, yeah, we, we, we haven't heard about many of his accolades, right? Like right, they, he, right. he's not, he's not, he, he's never like telling stories. We don't know anything actually. We, you know what? We know one thing we know that in his past, he let uh, a bunch of weirdos Weirdo escape aliens. Him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's why they're just like, Oh, but anyway, are you enjoying all this extra daddy? We it's been a long time since we've got any oh, daddy. Well, just to see him go, I mean, it's like mm, I know it's messed up. Uh, well, yeah, you know, and and the whole gang rollover and to say goodbye, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, I don't. It's so sad, you know. Sam Sam no longer has a surrogate father. <sighs> she just has the shitty one. Yeah, she has the shitty real one. She's got some. I mean, let's be honest. She's got some daddy issues with McNeil. <laughs> And it's part of the their whole unpack, vibe. Dude, you want there's a, this part of their whole vibe and attraction. <laughs> That'll be um, like a whole episode around like season least. eight. Double episode. <laughs> Listen, we get deprived of not only daddy's speech, but Teal's lament- lamentation song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is he embarrassed? What, what's going What? Just go for it. Teal. I know it's so weird. He's like on Chulak, when a great warrior leaves, we sing a song of lamentation. And I was sitting here going, I've seen this before. I do not remember what's about to happen. And unfortunately he just goes, uh, thankfully we're not on Chulak. And I'm like, well, always. It just comes out with like the most beautiful aria of all time. Oh, can you imagine? Marie. <laughs> I feel like Christopher Judge was reading the script going amazing. I get to show up, showcase one of my talents turns the page. Oh, <laughs> Look stoic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, again. Okay. Got I think I lockdown. fucking figured that out. Yep. Well, goodbye, Daddy. Daddy, no, he's gone. He's out. Bye. He's 
I know he's so gone that the next thing we see is the everyone it can't be every, so okay. Do they not have other rooms for some reason? The hail to the new chief happens in the gate room where about 30 people fit. And I know more than 30 people work on that mountain mm-hmm. and they're all at attention waiting for their new general to come in. And this crusty old fuck comes in and is like, yeah, great. Bye. He doesn't tell them at ease. He just like and walks through the room like yeah. the hallway. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, this is the word. New bosses. Uh, General Bauer. General Bauer. And so immediately I don't like him, but then immediately I do like him because then he's in Sam's like lab. And Sam is talking shit about him to Daniel coming around the corner yeah, oh, yeah. and he, she walks in and she's got the, Oh fuck. And he's like, ah, it's cool. Yeah. That's well, cool. Let's talk science. He's and a I'm happy like, ah. go lucky grandpa all of a sudden. Like, wait a second. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, okay. Maybe he is all right. And then immediately he's like, just kidding. How can we turn this Nakoda into the biggest nuclear bomb? Yeah. And I'm like, stepdad is a bad man. <laughs> Although I mean, well, Yes, but also because the next thing he's he's like, all right, Carter, a brilliant mind uh, in, in our organization. Uh, what's she doing on the front line? Doesn't make sense. Research. Truth. And then Truth. Uh, Dr. Jackson, an archaeologist has no place on a front line unit. Right. Holy shit. <laughs> like no doy. <laughs> These decisions are incredible. These are great they managerial are. decisions. I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> I know I'm taking notes about him reassigning DJ and Carter. And I'm like, I know I'm supposed to be on the side of this is horrible, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm like, I mean, he's not wrong. No, 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 absolutely. Not. It's never made sense to me. So, okay. <laughs> and then we see him, we see him in his, in his, in what was daddy's office and now his stepdaddy's. Yeah. Like it, like stepdaddy is taking over daddy's bark lounger. It's really awkward. And he's got an assistant in there and he signs some paper and hands it to her. And he says, thanks, Kim. And I'm like, whoa, this isn't Mad Men. Like, Kim better be her fucking last name. What the fuck? Well, yeah, yeah. No, that's Mary Kim. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. He's been his assistant for 17 years. Uh, and mm-hmm. yeah, no, yeah. General Granddaddy, he's just, he's, 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 all, he's all set in. And then O'Neill rolls in. Oh, my God. Oh my God. O'Neill rolls in to complain about his team being dismantled, but what he gets is an earful of stepdaddy do going all DJT on him and saying, I don't want to read your notes. Can you make them bullet points or perhaps an audiobook? <laughs> like, I'm not, I don't want, I don't want to know the, the actual intelligence from you. See, but the thing is again, well, but again, he's like, look, you don't have much to say. I've got, I do have a list of like, uh, 37 acts of insubordination from you. Like what kind <laughs> of outfit true. has a, this is a kangaroo court. Like yeah. what has been going yeah. on? You should already be gone. <laughs> that, yeah. That's also true. Granddaddy. I mean, I can't argue with that shit either. <laughs> All right. Cut the end the show. It's over. All right. Bye. So McNeil makes a case for SG one and um, then stepdaddy continues to suck. See, it's funny. Like when it's, when it's stepdaddy telling DJ and Carter that they're off SG one, especially with, with DJ, I'm like, yeah, 
okay, that makes sense. But when O'Neill made some very good points, he was like, but SG one has kept this planet from annihilation multiple times. And it's specifically the weird makeup of my team that makes Mm -hmm. it possible. I'm like, Oh, that's a good point, I guess. So I'm well, and then, so, so does he basically, what is it called? Stonewall him or cut him? No, no. He says, um, you know what? I'm going to need you to get the fuck out of here and take several fucking days Ah. to decide if you want to come back. Yeah. And if you don't, don't, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to let you talk to me like that because it's insubordination, (laughs) (laughs) which we talk about frequently on this show. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, the villain's making so much sense. Um, but (laughs) no, Stepdaddy's a monster, but these kids are out of control. So I don't know who to blame. I don't know. We need daddy back. You know, he lets us stay up past our bedtime, play video games, uh, cookies. Oh man. Well, speaking of, uh, daddy, uh, we cut to his house. He's having a real Mike Brady morning. He's got the picture, the craft of orange juice on the table, the paper. Do those grandchildren live with him? Because they're they're frolicking like crazy in the front yard, you know, and he's just like, this is what I do now. I read the paper and Watch somehow that. enjoy these loud child sounds. Yeah. Well, now that he's not working. Yeah. Now, now that they can be dumped off on on grandpa. Ah, uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, is there a grandma? Is daddy single? He's not. He talks about his wife sometimes, doesn't he? Yeah. She's just not in the scene. You okay. Know, she's she's around somewhere. Yeah. She she walk she she let Jack in. No, no, Jack uh, just showed up in the yard and started playing with the kids. They love him. She's probably at fucking work. She's working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably in the military too. What do you think about that? She's like probably just on um, a different base somewhere or something like that. I mean, it's not you know, it it happens. It's complicated. O'Neill, uh, he fills him in. He's like, yeah, you know, SG-1's out. Teal'c's now with SG-3. What right? the ever-loving fuck? <laughs> that is crazy. Teal'c's the only one who should be on SG-1, I guess, unless you're like, he is an alien. I'm like, then why is he on SG-3? Yeah. What, what uh, happened to SG-2? And was there an opening on SG-3? Or where'd that motherfucker get bumped to? Are they on <laughs> SG-1? Who's on SG-1? We never find out. We never, we never find out. Uh, probably just That's some uh, granddaddy's friends, right? So, so is he grand? You're calling him granddaddy. Sorry, yeah, I'm calling him general granddaddy. Sorry, you can call him that. I'm gonna call him general stepdaddy. Okay. I think everybody <laughs> knows we're talking about this. I just want to clarify. We're talking about the same motherfucker. All right. So McNeil, he's not, he's not buying this mm-hmm. bullshit mm-hmm. that daddy would quit over, you know, some mushy feelings about people almost getting hurt. And daddy gets like super. This is an episode of people saying a lot of cryptic fucking things. Mm. It's out of my hands. Mm -hmm. But I like that Jack isn't like a lot of people are like, oh, that was cryptic and weird. Okay. Jack is like, what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) And daddy is so, so quick to spill. (laughs) He's immediately like, well, they told me not to tell anyone or they would kill my granddaughters, but I'm going to tell you right here in my kitchen, which couldn't possibly be bugged. All right. I don't know why I didn't tell you before. On this beautiful spring morning, absolutely not. Anyway, the NID contacted me, <laughs> and they wanted me to be, you know, more of a more like more of a stepdaddy. And I said no. And they said they fuck with my family, so you don't fuck with my family. I'm out. That's right. Which fair enough, right, man? They like literally kidnapped his granddaughters for like 20 minutes or something. Oh right, 
So, why does he? Why does he make? Why does he make McNeil just go for like a walk around the neighborhood with him and whisper it to him? Like, like yeah, I'll talk about it loudly in my kitchen, which again <laughs> couldn't be bugged by the, the NID. What is NID? National Intelligence Department Division. <laughs> I'm not what sure. I'm not sure they ever say. They're they're intense. They're like the CIA, but Homeland Security, but like. I don't know all of it, but also like the army, like they're quite, they're quite, they're quite an organization. I mean, how does the government work? Like how, how would the regular government be down for this? A, a general in the uh, army uh, or, or the air force, a general in the military gets fucked with by another mm-hmm. government organization. Like how does I mean, this work? Who's in I, charge? I, mean, I don't think they would know. Who, who, who wouldn't, who would know? Well, you're saying, would the government put up with this? And I'm like, well, cause they wouldn't know, oh. but like, why doesn't Jack just, so, okay. So here's the thing. So it's going to be really play into it. That Jack has some chits to call in from the president who he calls air force one, which is kind of goofy, uh, but I guess it makes sense. Cause he's air force anyways. Why not just call air force one and be like, Hey, general Hammond's being fucked with. Can you fix it? Instead, he's like, all right, fine. I'm going to do a complicated plan that involves me asking the president to let somebody who's been convicted of treason <laughs> out, of, out of the cleanest jail that anyone has ever seen. Because in the next scene, we get Yowza, it's Mayborn. Yowza. Literally, Yowza, it's Mayborn in the cleanest TV jail in the world. Real jails. It, like pre- it looks pretty nice. It's not a bad sell. Yeah, really. It's brand new paint. Somebody's just... Somebody's just scrubbed down everything. Everything is squared off and tidy. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, I'm glad to see that Mayborn has gotten some comeuppance. uh, And he's in there. And I guess, yeah, I mean, he is in there for treason. So he's going to die. Right. 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 At some point in time. He's just waiting, waiting to be killed. It's a weird, I, I don't know, like, isn't it weird too? Not only is it like an immaculate jail. But right. No, I guess it's a prison because he's been convicted already. like a political prison. Yeah, but it's weird because it's like, is it a secret prison? Because he's not even just in regular federal prison w- with a bunch of other people. It's like dead quiet in there. There's nobody in there but him. <laughs> well, Jack knew exactly where to go. Jack, they had to find him. Um, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Neil's like, well, I I can help. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, they have a real like kind of long conversation that they don't need to have <laughs> that boils down to I'll spring you for a few days. I'll get you, you know, a couple day pass so that you can come in and get these files for me so I can get incriminating evidence so that I can get people to back off of daddy. Fuck. <laughs> Wait, back up. Yeah. Well, we do get some info and the fact that like. The other gate's done. It's over. Oh, right. We do get that. Isn't that interesting? Like, I mean, I think we we do a quick jump back where we find out that um, stepdaddy is what, what he's wanting Sam to do is develop, use Nakoda to enrich a nuke. Yeah. And he's willing to start a war with Goulds <laughs> to invade and steal refined Nakoda from a heavily Goulded planet. Yeah. And at first I was like, so we can like what threaten to nuke other countries here. Like that seems like a bad idea. It turns out later hoping to nuke the Goulds. And I'm like, 
you don't even know what's going on. Like you've been here for five seconds. You're not, you're not my fucking dad. Okay. You don't even know what's going on here. It just seems like a fucking stupid plan, even for stepdaddy. But anyway, so yes, then we're talking, it's extended conversation between Jack and Mayborn where we do find out, like you said, the Russian gate's been shut down. The second gate's been shut down. And so these bad boys need to take these bad boys and girls need to take over the main Stargate. And I'm like, really, can't they just steal the Russian Stargate? Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It just seems like it seems ridiculous to me that they're like, all right, we'll just try to take the main Stargate. And since we we've not succeeded in two secret Stargates, I'm sure this will go fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 28 levels underground. It's a military base. You're also part of the military. I just don't, I just don't get it. Like, I, I just don't understand. It's, it's like, a, it's, it's too much. It's too much over my head. I know. I think they just, and then this, this conversation goes on forever with, do you really want to play in my sandbox? Jack says Mayborn. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, well, okay. Yeah. Mayborn's like, look, you, you know, like this is your, I, and I don't think about it enough, but yeah, this is kind of O'Neill's bread and butter. If he actually has been in special ops all this time, like he, yeah, mm -hmm. he deals in this shit. He's not an idiot about this kind of stuff. Yeah. He's, he's special forces. We right? just haven't really seen him do that kind of stuff because he just kind of plays, you know, an idiot a lot. I mean, that's one of the most confusing things about the McNeil character is he's stupid. <laughs> he just lucks into uh, being on the right side of, cloak and dagger operations <laughs> yeah yeah i mean he's like kind of a stupid badass it's weird it's a really weird situation but yeah he's gonna get some hall passes for mayborn quid pro, quid pro quo jack and that made me think yeah silence of the lambs was in like 92 there you go beautiful reference love it yeah and then uh then we're back at uh the sgc and we see glasses and, and sg3 is coming in oh my god and there there is teal and I was like, wow. So like no team building even before going out on serious missions. <laughs> and they sent Teal'c for the Nakoda with these th three, now just, two other dudes. Just, <laughs> and two like, out of three jabronis, one of them died. Yeah. And then so stepdaddy's like, did you get the Nakoda? And Teal'c's like, yeah, but we lost. He's like, where's Major So-and-so? And he's like, fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> and stepdaddy's like, all right, cool. But you got the Nakoda. And, and then that's it. That's all we hear about how we went in with a strike team and stole some Nakoda from the Goulds with like four people, <laughs> four people. When he said we're going to go in earlier, he says to Carter that if we have a, a well-armed strike force, we can go get it. And I'm like, surely he means not four people. <laughs> and yeah, where's the Nakoda? Is it in like Tilk's pocket? Probably. Like <laughs> I don't I don't really understand the size of Nakoda. Well, I, I only have I only have two things to say about the scene. One, glasses, you know, glasses. He's professional. He'll work with grand grandpappy, just doing mm -hmm. his job. And two, what the Tilk? What the hell is Tilk still doing here? Would he work with any other team other than SG three? Yeah, good fucking point. He would just be like, all right, well, I my allegiance is actually to Daddy. He said that in the past. In the past, mm -hmm. when SG one has been broken up, he's been he's been like, I'm going to Chulak, unfortunately. Yeah, he's not he's not part of the military. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Good point. Weird. SG3. 
fuck off. I know. <laughs> I'm prime. I'm prime, motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> but so we never hear about the snack one again. And I'm like, wait, aren't the Goulds super fucking pissed mm. about, um, the Nakwita theft. And not only that, they left to the dead body of major so-and-so, which means it's entirely possible. He was only mostly dead. So they probably went to some Billy crystal in a tree stump and said, Hey, do you have a big chocolate pill? Or do you have like, maybe what is that? Um, sarcophagus. And so we can sarcophagus this guy and then we can turn him into a host and then we'll have all of his SGC knowledge. All that seems like a bad fucking idea. Mm. Like this guy is so incompetent. Yes. Yes. Grandpappy's not doing well. I can't believe I can't believe they left this guy's body behind. Any hoozles. We cut to the the yellowest room ever painted. <laughs> and you can really tell because there's no IKEA furniture in there. <laughs> there's nothing but a small fridge full of beer. I was like, "Oh, and 3.5 floppy disks." I was right. like, "This is the greatest right. house in 2001 ever created." And like a little desk with a with a yellowing computer on it. Oh, it's beautiful. I love but it. But the my main thing happening right here is why are Jack's pants? <laughs> wow. I didn't I didn't notice. Uh, he what? looks like a child who went into daddy's closet and pulled out his biggest, longest pair of pants and said, I'm just gonna belt these and it'll be fine. <laughs> he looks that's my style. Ridiculous. That's my style. Yeah. I mean, I was there in the 90s. I wore clothes that were too fucking big for me. Definitely. Were they this too big? Fucking hope not. Probably. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I guess like yeah, they 90s, were huge. Right? Yeah. All the clothes were. So, I mean, I, I guess it's, you know, how the decades bleed into each other. I know we're in 2001, but. Well, and, well, and then and, well, he's older, too. So he's behind a decade as well. Right. And, OK. Yeah. Because I was like, I feel like like my time for wearing giant clothes was firmly in the nineties. <laughs> Cause you know, at that point we were hip teenagers, right? right? I know I was, yeah. Oh my God. I was a teenager for most of the nineties. All right. <laughs> no, that's not true. Half of them, exactly half of them. All right. All right. So listen, so here's the thing, but Mayborn's like, look, this is just one of the many, houses I have that the NID doesn't know about. And I was like, they don't. And then he's got mail going there and Jack's picking it up. It's got weird names. He's like, yeah, now you want to know, like just one of the like 200 different identifications I have. And I was like, what? I was like, okay, is Mayborn really this like kind of a master super spy? Because he seems like a massive tool. It's, It's all part of the process. It's all part of the thing. The more Whatever, of a tool so, you are, surface level, the more master spy oh, you are. It's, it's kind all of the, part of the thing. The McNeil. The McNeil. <laughs> kind of just like that. Well, he's it. I don't know. He's not though, because he turns on his computer, he fires that shit up because it's got the incriminating, the decrypting software for yeah. the incriminating evidence yeah. that McNeil's going to need to blackmail Daddy back into his rightful position. That in two thousand one they have on an internet database. Right. <laughs> and so this, Mr. this place had better internet than like my college in fucking 2001. <laughs> right. I, yeah. So this, this convicted of treason motherfucker who is going to be killed, tries to log in with his password mm-hmm. 
And he's like, ah, they deactivated it. I'm like, yeah, have you ever even just like quit a job? That shit's deactivated before you can transfer your email to like your personal account. Are you serious? Like, and then I'm like, well, they definitely know where you are now, dipshit, because you used your fucking login. So then he's just like, oh, maybe I can backdoor it. And he's, I'm like, oh, he can hack. He's going to do something. No, he's not hacking. He's like, I have several other passwords. Yeah. To yeah, try. yeah. He's just trying. <laughs> he just pulled out a list of passwords. Yeah. He's like, okay, what's I, I have like five <laughs> that I use a lot. Let me just try to remember which, which combination this is. And then he's just like nards. I can't get it. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. And we, we do, uh, while they're doing that, we do a quick cut to mm-hmm. Carter and grandpappy. Uh, the bomb is ready. Kind of sort of very, very fast work. And we have a problem. It turns out the, the planet selected is not barren. There's lots of flora and fauna on that planet. That's, that's, beautiful. that's a planet with real potential. It's, it's not okay to bikini atoll that shit. No. Well, yeah, they're like no habitation, 50 miles to the gate. And I'm like, Oh, okay, good. They've been expanding their, their searching. Right to fifty whole miles, so they do not know if it's if it's actually inhabited inhabited or not. <laughs> they don't know if it's inhabited or not. No, no, they, they don't care. <laughs> um, Although Grandpappy does have a good good line, he's like, "Yeah, we're, this is the experiment. We're going to do it." And Carter's like, "Yeah, but we don't know how destructive it's going to be." And he's like, "Yeah." That's the point. Yeah, of the we're trying to fucking find it out. I think Carter's like, but I can extrapolate that with real science, you douche. Yeah, I can just tell you. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, but where's the boom, bang, bomb? Yeah, that's no fun. All I right, want to be the grand. guy that oversaw the explosion. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, they're going to do it. Oh, no, they're going to do it. Yeah, so bad. we go back to to Mayborn's digs where I guess did we know his name was Harry? Because now McNeil is like, hey, Harry, yeah, how's toward, it going yeah, over there? Yeah, I think towards, yeah, yeah, Harry Mayborn. <laughs> Harry Mayborn. It sounds, it does sound like something you would call a dong. How's your Harry Mayborn? Ooh, damn, that's good. Or or like a weird drink. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. A, a, a weird drink a, a tiki, I would not order. A tiki order. drink, definitely. No, I would not order that. <laughs> I'd order, I'd order the tiki drink Harry Dong before the Harry Mayborn. So anyways, McNeil is looking out the window. Thank goodness, because there's some baddies coming. Uh, And I'm not talking about like hot ladies. I'm talking about bad guys. And they're not sneaky bad guys. They don't park around the block and like sneak up on the house. Like literally any kind of super force or just mediocre force would do. They just pull up right in front of the main window. And yeah, dressed all in black, their AR-15s in their mm-hmm. hands in the street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no and one, no one saw that. Walk up to the front door. Yeah. <laughs> so thank goodness they're inept because that is how Jack and Mayborn get out. Yeah, they escape through a, a cool little false door. Uh, mm-hmm. They they get mm-hmm. outside. They they fuck up the driver and take yeah. take the NID van or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good idea. That's probably got no tracer in it. <laughs> well, then, so then we cut to uh, Jack calling Daniel while while getting hot dogs with Harry Mayborn. I know, and he's got his back turned on Mayborn. <laughs> well, Mayborn's busy, but Mayborn's 
That's who you really down want. Some dogs. He really wanted that hot dog. <laughs> <at> the park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah. And he's chatting with Daniel. He's like, how's it going? Daniel's like, pretty fucking bad. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. I'm doing the thing I always want to do all the time. It's weird. <laughs> and but I'm mad about it. I'm mad about it. <laughs> so then Jack and Mayborn have another kind of extraneous long conversation at the picnic table yeah and jack won't eat a hot dog because he's like mm, something about you still makes me sick to my stomach i can't eat <laughs> and then mayborn's like are you really gonna like play in my sandbox like really really get into my sandbox and jack's like would i be watching you eat a hot dog if i weren't serious yeah what i've got what i've gone to that yellow room with you Abs- earlier absolutely not watch you hack the back door you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so so Jack's like, so what's the plan? How are we going to get this data now? And Mayborn gives him a cryptic sly grin and he goes, an old friend. And I'm like, could you people stop being weird? <laughs> that is some serious TV dialogue. That's so dumb. Like, I had no choice. An old friend, you know, just. I just wish they I had like say a, who it is. a sound effect after each time, you know, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Bring. Yeah. But the thing is, yeah, they have to pivot and do this. And but I, I could barely follow, but they're they're gonna get one of the higher <laughs> ranked dudes to go online and then get stuff about him. They get him going online. I I yeah, I I, I don't know. Point is they're, they're gonna get some other higher dude to stop this thing. Right. That's it. That's, That's right. It. That's right. And uh, but then we go back and we find out that Sam's been duped. She's been lied to. She was given a report that said a geological survey. She read about this planet, said there was no Naquita in the soil. But she uh, finds out now there is that it's like Daniel Jackson, I think, is like this. This plant's like riddled with Naquita. Well, and also, Which, also like you... tombs, like archaeological possible sites oh, right. or whatever. So he's invested. Like, why would you blow up all that Naquita when you're looking for Naquita? I know you want refined Naquita, but maybe learn how to refine it yourselves. Can I, I wanted to say before, I thought when he was like, that's no problem. I know a planet where we get lots of Naquita. I was like, are you going to go fuck with the, the descendants of the coastal Salish again? Oh, that's definitely on Grandpappy's list. Oh, yeah. Uh, no doubt. He's, he's a real piece of shit. Well, yeah, well, yeah, because, yeah, Carter's getting the bomb ready. Siler's there helping out, you know, uh, and yeah. And Grandpappy is just sort of once he hears about the Naquita, he's just like, oh, you're talking too fast. Just just do the thing. Uh, right. And <laughs> Sam's like, my real dad always let me go to the movies with my friends. And stepdaddy's like, I don't care. <laughs> it's, the decision's final. It's been made. Go cry all you want. I'm not changing my mind. And I'm not listening to your science stuff. Well, you know, and, uh, and, you know, Sam has many skills we found out over the course of four seasons, but cloak and daggering is not one of them. Cause she's just like, she's just straight up like, it was you, you knew you're part of them. Aren't you like in front of the entire thing? And they're like, uh, then what happens? I forgot. (laughs) Then he's like, that's right. (laughs) Oh, He's like, there's been a risk assessment. I'm comfortable with the risk assessment. She's like, that's not my risk assessment. And he's like, yeah, exactly. Mm. Who gives a fuck about your mm. risk assessment? Mm. And uh, that is that. Because what we find out is because there's Naquita in the soil. So even though you needed this special rare enriched Naquita to enhance the nuclear warhead, you couldn't use just any Naquita. Yeah. The presence of just any Naquita in the soil of this planet is 
somehow actually going to intensify this bomb, which is weird because we found out it wouldn't a couple scenes ago, but it is. And now it could blow up the whole motherfucking planet. And she's like the implications of destroying a whole planet. And she's like, plus we're going to have the gate open. Are you out of your motherfucking mind? Yeah. It's like grandpa, grandpa, this is a bad idea. She's like, I put forks in the toaster all the time. I know what I'm doing. Back in my day. Uh, Well, uh, we cut back to cloak and stripes um, (laughs) and they're rolling up to a pretty sweet. Is this a house? Yeah, this is this is like a manor and it belongs to Senator Captain Jellico. Oh, my God. Senator Copenhagen. Sure. <laughs> we, Listen, he was in the best two two part, the best TNG episode ever. Love it. He's got a real, real fucking stupid wife. I know that because oh. uh, a housekeeper lady, a butler, a butler s whatever comes to the door and says, well, he has guests and they're like, well, Tell him he has two more. Yeah. And so somehow he appears at the door real quick. And then, I mean, like, have you ever been at a party like that? You cannot get out of conversations with people, even if you want to go somewhere. <laughs> so there's no, uh, just the fact that he and his wife show up at the door so fast is so stupid. But um, he's like, fuck you guys leave. And they're like, fuck you. We're not going anywhere. And then his wife comes to the door and it's a huge dumbass because they're like, oh, we're Stark, Ski, and Hutch. And she's like, wonderful. Come on in. And I'm like, okay. She seems dumb. <laughs> and then uh, they're <laughs> they're dressed like shit in the middle of this fancy party. Yeah. And nobody notices them. Everyone just keeps, you know, they've got their little piano music and their, their bubbles and uh But then there's and there's a dog in the room, which I was just like at the fancy party. The dog's just walking around. Yeah, The senators and House of Representatives people would not. not, That would not be not. You don't put on like a beautiful cocktail or dress or evening gown and then be like, oh, this. No, it's totally fine. No, I don't mind that your dog's dog's nose is right in my vagina. That's awesome. It's a very friendly dog, too. It's going up to everybody. Your dog snotted all over my silk. I love that for me. I'm the senator of California. Um, uh, and it's a very long scene with the dog because O'Neill gets in there because, you know, he's like, oh, hey, buddy. And I'm like, all right, that's going to become important eventually. It has. To. Oh, I was. And I was just like, oh, my God, that's right. I forgot McNeil loves dogs. He's so great. And uh, then I was like, can Senator dipshit over here be that bad? He's got a great dog. <laughs> then uh, his his fucking stupid wife is like, well, Mr. Starsky and Mr. Hutch, yeah. can I get you anything? Mm-hmm. And then Senator Dickhead is like, "Ugh, you dumb fucking idiot. That's a TV show in front of all the guests in front of Starsky and Hutch in front of the dog. I was like, she's dumb. You suck. What's going on here? Like I had, how does your wife like walk across the room without just face firsting into walls? (laughs) She's so stupid. (laughs) Well, they got the software programming, right? No, this this, this is the thing. I I don't know if you caught this, but this foyer that they're in and the dining Mm -hmm. room looks exactly like every other scene in a Senator's house in a movie or a TV show. Yeah. And what's funny is um, I don't think senators generally live in houses like that unless they're already wealthy. Mm -hmm. Like this idea, it's this weird idea that um, people in certain jobs live these opulent lives, you know, like a senator lives 
in like a multi-million dollar mansion and an architect lives in like a beautiful glass home hanging off a cliff. You know what I mean? Like all these <laughs> fucking weird movie ideas about how much money people have. I think it's this, I think it's a set that's used repeatedly. Oh yeah. In various yeah. things. Cause I was watching Probably. parks and rec the other day uh-huh. and it was uh-huh. the one where she, they're at like Joe Biden's house. And it looks that. exactly the same. It's the exact same set. I swear to God. It's just a repeated use. It's What's like this. We need, we, we're at a senator's house. Let's yeah. That's studio yeah. B let's go. Yeah. And meanwhile, social workers always live in like, um, just hovels. And I'm like, you know, that's not true either. Like, can we move things more toward the middle <laughs> where most people are? <laughs> yeah. Or like private detectives. They're not always like living in their office. Right. Come Drunk. on, everyone. They're not yeah. all They're alcoholics. Not all alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of them probably aren't alcoholics. Taking a quick break from Senator <laughs> Dipshit McGee's house. So we can just like go right in on Siler getting that that speak that speaking part money <laughs> again this episode. Yeah, he's also professional. He's just like, all right, sir. Yep. New new boss, new daddy. Uh, let's go. And uh, well, yeah, I don't I don't know. They just yeah, they're there. They're gonna let it off, and they let the fucking super bomb off. They do. And guess what? glasses is like oh shit gamma more gamma raising gamma Gamma. lots of gamma gamma uh and uh this idiot's like oh well then uh close the gate and nope gape's not responding he can't close the gate so that immediately uh stepdaddy freezes he's all talk and sam Mm. has to be like we'll close the iris yeah. So they close the iris and glasses like, all right, radiation levels dropping like in within seconds, which is wild. I think he would have been like, okay, they're climbing less steadily. Okay. Now they're stabilizing. Okay. Now they're, he's like, oh, they're dropping right away. Good job, Sam. So anyway, this guy, stepdaddy is a massive fucking tool and Sam saves, saves the day for the moment once again. Although, although, I mean, I don't know, you know, I mean, I don't know much about radiation, but I did watch Chernobyl several times. Uh, mm-hmm. if they, yeah, they're, they're all infertile. They're all infertile. Right? It was fucking gamma rays. Like it's, they're done. It's done. No, but they're in the observation room, which somehow is super protective that gla- against with that glass. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> of all right, course. All right, well, fine, fine. And then, uh, then, uh, stepdaddy's like, what's going to happen, major? <laughs> and she's like, I don't fucking know. It's basically. Yeah. And Daniel Jackson is just Ooh. like, I guess your risk assessment didn't cover this. Yeah, yeah. Good zinger. Good zinger, Burn. Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they're they're fucked because it hasn't st- yeah, the iris is down, but like, yeah, the gate's still open. It it's just yeah. gonna get worse. It's gonna be one of those the iris is it's gonna turn red soon kind of situations. Ooh, yeah, irritated. Yeah. yeah, you got to get that looked at. That's a bad fucking sign. Oh, it's they, all hot and red. Gamma, you need a doctor. That's gamma ray shit right yeah, there. Yeah, you need a goddamn doctor because that's infected. That's that that uh, that that Ooh. iris, shall we call it, is infected. Doctor Frage, there's nothing physically wrong with it. Did you look at his iris? <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> it is, I, i'm not doing that we'll bring in a specialist no thank you pass all right so we go back to dickhead's house and uh 
He's like, what are you going to do? How are you going to make me get, I'm not going to help you guys. I'm not going to let you walk with, walk out with the information you want. Go fuck yourselves. And, uh, fucking McNeil pulls out a gun. Yeah. And just points it in his motherfucking face. I mean, that's a big deal, right? Yeah. It's a pretty motherfucking big deal. To do that to a Senator. Like that's yeah. 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 And then Mayborn's (laughs) like, Jesus fucking Christ, Jack. Even Mayborn's like, what are you doing? Jack's like, I'm playing in your sandbox. Ass wipe dirty enough for you. Okay. Listen, there is like a moment between these two where I feel like he's like, yeah. It's like Jack and Jack's like, yeah, oh. that's right. Oh. I'm getting dirty. And I'm just like, why are you guys talking to each other? Like, Should, yeah, yeah, Google uh, cloak and stripes fanfic. Jack, <laughs> I keep forgetting Jack to look up ha- fanfic. Jack and God Harry season episode 15. <laughs> Listen, if you want to hear some of this fanfic right here on this very show situation, please do me a favor Email me some links at verticalwateringhole at gmail.com mm-hmm. because I keep forgetting to look them up. And I have a lot of downtime right now because of my health, and I still keep forgetting to do it. You know, and, and you know what we'll do? We'll have fanfic corner. We'll we'll shout out and uh, write your own fanfic. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you yeah, if you haven't already or write a sequel to what you've already written, write some original shit. Mm-hmm. Uh let's let's keep the Stargate fanfic community mm-hmm. going. And start with this one. This is a real turn on moment between these two. Mayborn is like, <gasps> Jack. And Jack's like, yeah, that's right. Okay. And I'm like, what the fuck? We've already, st- we've started writing some stuff here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's how easy it is. I know. Senator douchebag over there just likes to watch. He's just watching, right? The yeah. dog's there too, right? <laughs> no. The, the NID is out the window. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Back at headquarters. Back at headquarters. Stepdaddy's like, so maybe the gate will just close myself. Or Sam is, or somebody is. So I was like, oh, it could happen. And the, oh yeah, Sam. And then Stepdaddy's like, right, the 38 minute thing. I read sometimes that was in a bullet point. So I read it. Yeah. That's and then they're like, maybe, maybe not. And then we go back to Jack holding a gun on the senator. And behind him, you got Mayborn, and he's typing away, doing TV typing on the Computer he's more back to, doors, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It means he's just trying out passwords. <laughs> and uh <laughs> the senator's like, think about your friends, Jack. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. kick them. Mm-hmm. We're gonna kick them all out of the SGC and we're gonna let them um alien autopsy your best friend. Meanwhile, Mayborn is air quotes hacking yeah. by trying different passwords. And he's like, What password still, should I try next, Jack? <laughs> And Jack's like, you know, says something about family or something. And the center's like, I have this many fucking, I have 45 siblings and 18 nieces and 27 kids and seven wives. Good fucking luck trying to figure out what my password is because they've all got birthdays and they've all got names. And uh, Jack sees that there's a picture of his dog in the, in the room. Oh, yeah. He's like, try Oscar. Yeah. It's not even like Oscar one. It's not even Oscar with like a dollar sign for the S. Yeah. Yeah. Need one the- undercase, one uppercase. You know, you know why? Cause this is the year 2001. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no. 
<laughs> so your passwords could literally be Oscar. Yeah, 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 yeah. All lowercase. Yes, yeah, you see, want. See, Jack's pastoral earthy wisdom finally pays off, uh, and it's the correct password. And I'm like, ah, this douchebag loves his dog. That's nice. <laughs> you know who else had a dog? Hitler. Oh yeah. Does having a dog and caring about it make you good? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'd love to say yes, but the answer is no. Yeah, facts. Um, well, and then so uh yeah, we get the stuff. And apparently Senator Kinsey did it all. He's I know the and wrote it all down, wrote it all down, even typed up stuff about his plans for Hammond. I'm like, these guys are dipshits. I, I feel like I've overused dickhead and dipshit in this episode, mm. but just like I'm like, it's dips. written here. What am I gonna do? It's in my notes. Dip. Shit. <laughs> yeah, you can't not say it. Yeah. Uh it, it, it's fucked, man. Although he does go, he does again, he he does keep the pattern going where the villains do make a little bit of sense, uh, as he did in his other episode. And he's like, you know, the Stargate is it is a Pandora's box. Like, you know, it does it is does threaten Earth. It would be good to prioritize our defense. Uh, mm-hmm. because we've opened it up. We, we, you know, we're in it. We're, we are kids in the sandbox here. Uh, not yeah. Mayborn sandbox, different sandbox. Thank you very much. Kids aren't allowed in there. Uh, <laughs> not, not within so but many then, feet. But then he goes religious. And so I'll shoot him, Jack. Shoot him. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Listen. So this is the part where I decided that this guy is an early analog for, or like maybe, like an aspiration of Mike Pence's because Mm. he says, if I have to shake hands with the devil to do the Lord's work, so be it. And I'm like, Oh, that sounds like, that sounds like a motherfucker we're familiar with right now. Yeah. It's very pensish. (laughs) Is it pensive? It's it's very pensive. Well, yeah. Yeah. He's like, you you expose me. I expose this SGC. You're like, I don't give a fuck. Uh, hey, listen, he's just pulled a gun on a senator. He's going to have to go all the way with this now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He probably plays great poker. Yeah. Uh, Jack O'Neill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once again, though. So Jack is looking out the window. And once again, these these bad guys in black <laughs> in the black escalades, they've learned nothing or whatever car it was in 2001. <laughs> they've learned absolutely nothing about how to sneak up on a house they just pull up in front of all the windows at the while there's a party going on they have to know this is a senator's house yeah well and mcneil's like oh did your wife call and i was like oh okay she's only pretending to be super dumb yeah yeah that's good she did give this like look when they go upstairs in the earlier scene yeah Uh, her facade sort of drops and i'm like oh there oh there it is okay all right she knows what's up then she knew starsky and hutch was a show i know can you imagine (laughs) pretending you didn't that would be that's a a difficult job difficult position pretty weird and then uh we see a full shot of mcneil and i once again i'm like why are his clothes (laughs) Why? Well, he's like, why, well, why, let why, me why, dig why, why. this phone uh, out of my baggy pants. Um, I know. Real quick. Like, I, excuse me while I put my entire fucking right arm into my pants pocket to reach the bottom to get my phone out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 no, that's not it. That's that's my uh, digital pet. Uh, <laughs> that's no. my Tamagotchi. That's my Tamagotchi. <laughs> uh, there it is. There's my flip phone. You know what I was going to say a minute ago? By 2001, we very well knew that if it was an email, it was going to come out. 
Like, I don't yeah, know how do many that. work trainings I'd had by then that was like, do not fucking put in email unless you want everybody to read it in the world, in the world, to, to hypothetically be able to read. It. Yes. Especially when I worked for governments, like they're like nothing you put in emails private <laughs> ever. I still don't think people understand that. <laughs> yeah. Good, good point. I think, yeah. Or sometimes people think they're above it. They're like, well, that doesn't apply to me. I'm Senator Fuckface. Well, so Jack makes a phone call. That's right. And I didn't know exactly to who at the very, I was, I was, I was waiting for it. But uh, before we can find out who he's calling, we're back at the base. You know what? I realized I still don't know who he called. Anyways. Yeah. Oh, I have, an, I have an answer to that. But, oh. but we get, but, but we're at the base now because the iris okay. is going to pop. Right. And we get to minute 38 and it stays open. Uh, so everyone, everyone gives up immediately. They're like, all right. He's like, well, let's just leave the mountain. And she's like, hey, asshole, it's dude. not, this is going to irradiate the entire fucking planet. Don't you, are you serious? This is like an endless supply of too much radiation. He's like, great. Um, so I'm going to go to the surface though anyway, and inform the president. And she's like, yeah, it's not going to be safer up there. So <laughs> he leaves, then he she leaves. leaves and Daniel just is like, I get, I'm just going to hang out for a minute and just, uh, yeah, sort of, I don't know what I'm doing, but what I am going to be here for is the 40 seconds later after 30, the 38 minute mark, when suddenly it just randomly deactivates, it just randomly deactivates just by waiting just a little bit longer. Just a teensiest bit longer. Yeah. Got that 42 second hit. Listen, do you, <laughs> you feel even at all satisfied with this resolution to the gate problem that just randomly deactivates? Oh, no, no. I'm not, I didn't really think about it too much, but yeah, it, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, you know, it's not the greatest, right? Just could uh, it just have, why not just have it deactivate at 38 minutes? Why 38 <laughs> minutes and 41 seconds? Because well no actually it's no wait it's not Daniel Daniel goes with them it's oh, Teal Teal is the one that stays and there's this weird uh... shot where he's still in that weird little room and he like looks over he like looks at them looks over looks back at them looks back at the computer screen and then it bings and he's like everyone <laughs> return to the room like, good job Teal like did you just have a sixth sense about these things. I don't know. Do, do this not work have some magical superpowers that he's just keeping in his back pocket? Oh, that he doesn't oh, want people to know oh, about so they don't freak out or ask him to use it all the time. Spoilers. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much it. We at the mountain. We yeah. Grandpappy is a even if he is a patsy, he's a really bad one. Uh, mm -hmm. Wow. This has been just fuckery. And we're like, is he going to be humbled or not? And he, he does say, I'm sorry. And Sam's just like, mm -hmm. she yeah. doesn't say anything. She's silent. She just purses her lips together. And it was like, mm -hmm. it's just like, I fucking hate you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because he did almost destroy like all life on earth. Yeah. Oh, and did destroy all life on that other planet. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. But then we get back to uh, ass wipes house. The potty. The potty. Yeah. The Senate potty. Oh, so wait. So did Jack call the media? Yeah. Oh, Jack called, he called the, the press. He called the whole media. All of them. Yeah, he's got he he's got like, several chips cashed in, or he just knows people. I don't know. It's like how on TV you can just like call all the media. Call all the media. <laughs> so Senator Dipwad goes out onto the uh, 
onto his huge fucking opulent balcony. Yeah. So it's just sort of like, oh, I'm pretty cool, right? I'm pretty great, right? I'm gonna run for president, right? Because here's what here's what here's what it is. The solutions to fix our government are simple. And I was like, so I thought he was a Republican before when he was doing that God bit. And I was like, now I know he is. And I found it when he said like voters were absolutely dumb assholes. And I was like, I do think a lot of Democrats think that too. Oh, oh sure, <laughs> sure, but, sure, but sure. I feel like the ones who say it out loud are Republicans. Well, no, uh, good job, O'Neill. This is great. O'Neill has inadvertently created the presidential campaign uh, yeah. because, yeah, that's basically what it is. The press are all for it. They're, they're so focused on asking Kinsey these questions that they don't notice the fucking NID dudes all in black with fucking assault rifles just standing next to them. They don't they don't notice them at all. Or like McNeil and Mayborn just like sauntering down the steps right in front of the press and all their cameras like there's a back door. No, and whole, this whole episode is about backdoors. <laughs> Ooh, they missed that one. They missed that one. Uh, I, they did. Miss I that did. One. I did like you know the you know Neil's like you know all right see you later boys you know and little the casual guys salute like, to the yeah oh, man we'll get, we'll get in your him. face we'll get that guy right well I just I guess Kinsey's gonna run for president <laughs> yeah I'm like okay is that gonna have some bad repercussions oh. in the future because that's no good. That's that's really fucking bad. Good job, Jack. <laughs> God, if if Kinsey wins, I mean, parts of our parts of the government could be destroyed for like at least two generations to come. Yikes. <laughs> Hope it doesn't go south. <laughs> yeah, there could be horrible things like getting rid of regulation for, you know, trains or banking systems. You know, that mm -hmm. shit would not be all wild. kinds of human rights could be taken away for literal generations so let's just hope that doesn't happen i bet the writers will never let that happen that's, so. that's writers <laughs> uh we go back to base and who's back it's daddy daddy hi daddy, hi, daddy. you're, ba you're you back. back you can't you, you did you back. get the cigarettes did you get did yeah. you get your cigarettes can i watch you smoke them listen i bought you 18 cases of cigarettes so that you would never leave again <laughs> I guard them with my life and also to make for up for it, just in case it was something I did. <laughs> well, O'Neill comes to visit. And he's like, I'm glad you're back, daddy. You know, I'm looking forward to our barbecues. And and also he, he uh, wait, what do I wrote? Jack cloak and daggers, some more future and subordinations. Get out of frail. Yeah, because he's like, what do I owe you for this? And I'm like, oh, you can't owe your like subordinates things. <laughs> and uh, but he's like, what do I owe you for this? And Jack's like, you know this thing you already do which is let me do whatever the yeah, fuck i want and say whatever the fuck i want and be wherever the fuck i want roll all over you daddy just yeah <laughs> and daddy's like okay done no, <laughs> i was to gonna be, do that anyway to be back with my kids <laughs> i was gonna do that anyways uh, well before before this episode ends we get a phone mm -hmm. call and before jack can even put the phone up to his ear we hear ah. the fucking steel drums cut through the audio. It's a, I, lo yeah. I love it. <laughs> I, I actually love this too. I, I shouldn't, but I, I love this for Mayborn. Mayborn, is he in Jamaica? Trinidad? I don't know. He's become a parrot head. The Bahamas? Like he's just down there. Like he's, he's hanging out with some lady too. Like he's got oh, some lady putting her arm around him and they're dancing to the steel drums on the beach. Like he's, He's like listening yeah. to Jimmy Buffett, like he's having a hell of a time. 
somehow he was finagling his way into like lower security. Oh, that's right. Cause he also made a copy for himself. And Jack was like of that bad Intel, the, the naughty Intel. And Jack was like, I knew that. And I was like, why would you let him do that? Because if he uses it, then you have nothing. Mm. Like that's only one of you gets to kind of play that card. I guess you just have to trust neither of you is actually going to play it anyway. So Mayborn used the opportunity to escape. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a weaselly little fellow and well, he needed to, they can't like fucking, they can't have a U.S. government sanctioned murder of a fucking character on the show. That is way too dark for this show. The show is not that show. (laughs) Plus Mayborn, Mayborn is kind of like important to show up sometimes. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and then o- o- O'Neill's like, one day I may ask you to buy back my soul, sir. What I just yeah. did. I, I let him go. I was like, that was intense. And the last last frame is Mayborn sashaying away to the chill vibes of Caribbean drum. Yeah. Uh, Delightful. That, that's it. That's it. <laughs> hey, real quick, before we, we end this, I just have a comment. I, you know who I'd like to see more of? Hmm. Major Davis. Oh, uh, to fly for a white guy? Yeah. <laughs> the president of the SG fan club. Yeah. Pretty fly for a white guy. I'd like to see a little more pretty fly for a white guy. Anyway, that's the end. Yeah. There we go. Hey. Yeah. Tori. Mm-hmm. Were you comforted by this episode? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Ultimately, I kind of liked watching O'Neill bumble his way through what should not be it should be very easy for him to do the cloak and dagger stuff. Uh, and he got it done. And, and I love, I love steel drums. So I was, I was in it. And yeah, I, I sort of was like, eh, to the whole episode. And then, yeah. And then Mayborn on the beach in the end, uh, brightened my spirits. And so, yes, I was comforted. What about you, Sarah? Were you comforted by this episode? All right. Um, was I comforted? No, I was not. Oh, not until, tropical mayborn which is for some reason fucking delightful to me Hmm. but otherwise it was boring it was one of those shows and this happens in movies sometimes where everything feels like lead up to like the main plot point and you're like okay it's lead up we're building we're building we're going to get to a plot oh okay the show's over oh okay Mm -hmm. Mm. no real middle Mm -hmm. boring i don't like that i i feel that yeah yeah did you have a character that you were like fuck yeah if i had to be a character that's the one and absolutely not not that character and i guess yeah maybe maybe meh so like a yay a nay or a may mm. or a meh yeah. a nah, or a yeah <laughs> any of that uh some of that um yes uh my yeah is mayborn aka stripes <laughs> me too uh steel drums and margaritas end of story mm-hmm. uh my nay my nay is sam carter <laughs> because <laughs> that's that's horrible uh that's the worst and my meh is oscar the dog oh uh, yeah he probably lives a pretty good life yeah right right yeah like a pretty good doggy life but his yeah. owner the man he loves most is a piece of shit right and, he- and it seems like his wife is probably also not not great <laughs> so his two owners are thumbs down he's got it he's got to do pictures all the time oh he's probably i don't you know i don't know he's probably having the time of his life he doesn't give a shit yeah dogs don't know dogs don't know you're a bad person damn it well he's still my man all right 
Right. I mean, well, cause also like, while it would be great to be a dog, right? Like it seems pretty stress-free. Think about how like you never get, you're just like, oh my God, I hope if I look at them longingly enough, they'll give me some of that food that I can never access myself. Oh yeah. Know? Oh yeah. I don't know why people always have this idea about them being like uh, free of anxiety. No, they, they, they feel anxiety every second of their lives. What are they, I don't know what One they're of talking my fucking about. dogs is on Prozac. Yeah. 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 Like they're they're. They, I mean, they, they do have great milliseconds of time, but mm-hmm. th- then also great milliseconds of complete and abject despair. It's a goddamn yeah, my, roller coaster. My dogs aren't bat- barking at the door because they're not freaked out about who might be on the other side. <laughs> like sometimes it's excitement and sometimes it's distress. Like. <laughs> Anyway, so yes, also a yay on the Mayborn. Oh, okay. Same all right, reason. All right, all right. All right. He made out great. And I never thought I'd want to be Mayborn because there's something about his um, top teeth yeah, and yeah, gums yeah, yeah, that yeah, makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my nay is Teal'c because I think he's probably pretty fucking traumatized about that Napwood emission. <laughs> Come up later at some point. Yeah. And my, my met is uh, Daniel Jackson. Daniel Jackson. Yeah, well, he gets like he's got a pretty sidelined experience experience here. He's little effort, little responsibility for the bad shit that happens and lots of opportunity for smug sarcasm. And then like, yeah, in a way he's he's living the meh life. I mean, he got that zinger. He got that good zinger in. Right. Yeah. Like that, but that was like the he, highlight of his day. <laughs> he just kind of got to hang out and be there. So, you know, oh, man. Uh, Sarah, what do we got? What do we got going on? next week so next week we'll be watching and talking well you and i will be watching and then here we're going to be talking about stargate sg1 season four episode 16 called 2010 here's a really lengthy description by kgf fizzers on imdb in 2010 robert kinsey is president of a brave new world oh no since he concluded the alliance with the Ashen, a race discovered by SG-1, which lets humanity enjoy its far advanced science and technology, including a vaccine against aging. Amazing. Direct let, directly pump that into the front of my neck, please. <coughs> Sam is now a civilian scientist married to Ambassador Joe Faxon, whose only <laughs> worry is failing to get pregnant. This is a bleak new world. Sam Carter's only concern is her failure to conceive. Oh my God. Alrighty. When she double checks the Ashen Dr. Molem's computer with Dr. Frazier, who felt superfluous given the superior <gasps> medicine, they discover human fertility is down 90% worldwide in three years. Sam, Daniel, and Teal'c turn to retired General Jack always warned against handing over technological control for a daring plan to turn the clock back like General Hammond did once, sending a message to their past with the exact time of a solar flare, which Sam can calculate using the Ashen computer. Only one ingredient is out of their reach, the GDO device to control the Stargate's iris, which is in the White House. Sam implores her husband, Joe, to steal it, but he has a secret as well as sincere objections. Holy moly. What the? This is the darkest timeline. <laughs> I know. I thought we were living in it. 
where we talk about fucking Kinsey being president and we were just talking about Kinsey being president. Kinsey's president. Sam is married to a dude named Flaxen. Uh, can only worry about getting <laughs> pregnant. Uh, Jack's Jack became a general. And Dr. Oh, right. Frazier is feeling superfluous. Right. Darkest timeline. Darkest timeline. Can't Darkest wait. timeline. Can't wait. Yeah. Okay. That that's weird though. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really we had a real wild fucking episode coming up. I cannot I actually I have seen this episode. Yeah. I remember this episode. I cannot fucking wait to watch this oh, episode. Oh, okay. All right. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited for next week. 2010. Come try it though. Oh, come try it. I apologize for the fancy, pricey nature of my come try this time. But I just have to say that if you have the opportunity to go buy an ESOP store, the A-E-S-O-P, ESOP, skincare products, right? I thought it was just hand cream and like soap because when I have fancy friends, they have ESOP hand soap in their bathroom. But they have all kinds of stuff and they have fragrances. And Karst is fucking amazing it is the best fucking thing i've ever smelled in my entire fucking life and uh if you go in they have a little chamber where they'll put they'll put your coat in there and they'll just spray it full of karst and then they'll close it and they'll be like just look around for 15 minutes and then fucking 15 minutes later they'll hand you the best smelling coat you ever smelled and it'll smell like that for a little while can you do that with other things like uh, uh different articles of clothing or your own body it will not fit your own body. You could do that with your baby. You your, baby your baby would in fit. In, yeah, you, your baby would fit in that chamber. So if you want your baby to Please. smell, to actually smell good and not the way parents are always like, my baby smells so great. No, it doesn't. But if you want your baby to smell good, you can karst it up in this chamber. By Ann Perkins. Yeah, I think Cat you could, you know, yeah. Um, you know what? I was gifted some of this, this karst recently mm. and uh i think i could um yeah maybe maybe make my dogs smell delightful <laughs> I, I don't need to put them probably don't need to put them in a tiny box to do it <laughs> <laughs> although people put their dogs in tiny boxes all the time <laughs> while they're at work and stuff uh well great uh come try it come try it all right, Tori. Yes. And and listeners, you're still here. Thank you. You have you are now entitled to, you know, one question for our segment. Yeah. Get to, to know, know your, your host. host with Tori and Sarah. Tori. Yeah. Here, I'm gonna mix them up in case you saw. In one of my hands, I have the the um talking points deck mm. and in the other hand i have the actually curious deck so okay pick my left hand or my right hand left hand all right thank god it's the talking points deck we do not nobody has to cry today <laughs> we don't know that we don't we don't know that yet <laughs> <laughs> we might we might yet <laughs> 
Tori, which of my body parts is your favorite? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Wait, real quick. Hey, what's, everybody. What's the favorite thing? About, what was the favorite activity you did with your father? Right, like. No. <laughs> this is no. That's really the question. This is a couples therapy deck oh. that I I have repurposed for our show. And the real question oh. is, Tori, which of my body parts is your favorite? Oh, I thought you were making a joke. I know. Let's move on. Let's just move on to the next question. Oh, okay. I mean, right. I had it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay go fine. for it. That's fine. No, give it. Go for hear it. it. Let's hear it. Oh, I, I like your eyes. Oh, thank you. That's fucking nice. I like your whole fucking face. <laughs> if I'm honest, if I'm honest, I like your whole head. Thank you. Thank you. That that's all. It's all part of the thing. Uh, oh, okay. Well, great. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. See, yeah, we do good face, ladies and gentlemen. You wouldn't know that. Yeah, you wouldn't know. Uh, we are, oh my God, you guys, If I am sorry that we don't YouTube this because we are both so fucking smoking hot. I'm really sorry that you can only imagine it. Well, that's a that's a future Patreon thing, right? Like mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm. Uh, you only get the link if you give us, well, if, you're, if you support us, uh, patronage, yeah. Uh, it, uh, in a future in a future timeline. Yeah, or OnlyFans. Because <laughs> listen, are people doing podcasts sm- on OnlyFans now? That's the shit. <laughs> no, but we're smoke we're smoke shows over here, so gotta um, smoke make shows. Some money. <laughs> All right. Uh, mm-hmm. well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You know, you've uh, you've learned a lot about us. Um, and you, you'll learn more in the future when you, uh, uh, sign up for our Patreon and OnlyFans. We'll let you know when we have any of that. Yeah. yeah. Until now, you can just go back and listen to whatever episode I offered my Venmo that Tori probably edited out. I totally did. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, how come no one's given us any money yet (laughs) into my Venmo? (laughs) Um, but you know, yeah, but thanks for joining us here, uh, uh, with your earballs. Um, yeah. and you can listen to more episodes at our website, the seven symbol.com as well as, uh, most other, you know, podcast streaming platforms of your choice or there mm-hmm. on most. Yep. And please email us as well. Yeah. We but only that. nice stuff, only nice stuff or, um, SG one fan fiction oh yeah 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 send us no seriously send us the links like i yeah i i it's 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 scary to go to fanfics Mm -hmm. websites for me Mm -hmm. i they they don't make much sense to me i remember they're very they're they're always very convoluted graphically you know what i'm saying like the design of the website it's hard got it like a geocities kind of situation going on yeah yeah. like Mm. i it's hard to parse things anyway um all right, well, um, I think we're, I think we're, I think we're done here. Until next time. Sh- shout out to our Podbean uh, uh, fan, Jarak. Jarak. Yeah, yeah. Jarak, have a great week or two whenever we're back. Yeah, Jar- Jarak's been with us for a long time now. Uh, thank you. Well, for I listening. just really appreciate Jarak's kind words. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, until next week or two weeks from now, actually. Um, but yeah. until then, thanks for joining us at the vertical watering hole. Holy Hannah. Yeah, sure you betcha. Bye. Till next time.
There's nothing physically wrong with them, or at least nothing I can find. 